Hello, and welcome to Behind the Mask with Doug Sarver. It is March 22nd, 2021. I pray that you have had a great week and you're ready for a new one. This week, my five-year-old turned six. My kids are just growing up way too fast. My oldest is 11, and then I have a nine-year-old, almost 10, then my soon-to-be six-year-old, and I even have a four-year-old still. My wife is very busy. (laughs) The older my kids get, it just gets more and more clear that I am not very smart. They are always correcting me, and when I check, guess what? They're always right. The one thing that I've been thinking about lately with my kids is as the years go by, they get older and closer to no longer being little kids. Oh, how time flies, and you don't even realize it. In the blink of an eye, everything changes. One day, you're complaining about changing so many stinky diapers. The next moment, you're complaining because they aren't doing their chores. Then, soon... You start complaining because, well, they never come around anymore. I'm not that at that point in my life yet. But with all this complaining, we miss out on some of the best growing moments in life. I think this is why God's word tells us to cherish the blessings we have and to be content with what God gives us. In Philippians 4, 11 through 13, It says, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of abundance and suffering need. Then my favorite verse, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. This is what our story has to say to us today. When we have but are not content, we miss out on the greatest things. And then, out of nowhere, we can lose what we have, which puts a whole new twist on our lives. I had the pleasure recently of speaking to a homeless woman we're going to name Tina to keep her identity safe. This woman had an amazing life but didn't really know it until it was too late. But she has learned to love and to be content with what she does have. So let's dig into the life of Tina. Tina was raised in a very wonderfully blessed home. Her family had everything they needed, and it was pretty good. Tina was the typical teenager, very bossy and not wanting to listen to her parents. She became pregnant at 16 and was told that she needed to abort the child. However, after thinking it over, she chose to keep the child growing in her. She didn't want to stop this blessing from God. 
even though the father was not going to be around at all. Tina fought so hard that in the end, her parents threw her out of the house in anger. She ended up living with her only friend that stuck with her. She went through the pregnancy pretty much alone. Even during the labor, her parents wanted nothing to do with her or the baby at the time. After the baby was born, Tina realized life was not all that fun as an adult. She had no insurance and no job. This means no money to pay for the delivery of the baby or no, no money for the supplies the baby needed. After a very long and suffering week in the hospital, Tina made the very hard choice to give her new baby up for adoption. She knew that she was not going to be able to afford the baby and wanted the best for her girl. This hard choice to give up her new baby for adoption devastated Tina more than she had ever hurt before. Still, her parents were nowhere around to support her. Tina lived with severe depression and anxiety for many years after this. Even though she moved forward, getting a job and eventually getting her own apartment, she didn't move on from losing her baby or her parents. When Tina was 22 years old, she found this guy that showed her a love she never really knew, outside of the love she felt from her parents before she was 16. Brian was a youth pastor at his church and showed Tina her how true love from God really heals. She ended up getting engaged on her 23rd birthday. Even though she hadn't spoke to her parents in a very long time, she drew up the courage to go to them and show them. The reaction from her parents really surprised her. As soon as she was let in the house, her parents wept. Before she could even share the good news, her parents expressed their pain and told her how sorry they were about not supporting her. They ended up talking for about eight hours about how life was going. Tina shared her good news and invited them to come to meet Brian. Tina's life was finally getting better. This was until the night her parents were coming to meet Brian. A drunk driver ran a red light and slammed into their car at a very high speed. Both of Tina's parents passed away almost immediately in the accident. Tina had just got her parents back, and just like that, she lost them again. This devastated Tina once again. However, this time she had the support of her fiancé and the church she was attending. Tina struggled a lot with this, but the support she had helped her move on much easier than before. Fast forward many years. Tina is now 35 years old. She has three beautiful children and an amazing life. However, she complains all the time that Brian never helps with the cleaning the house. She complains that the kids never do anything and cry when she asks them to help her. 
They have lots of toys, both the kids and the adults, and they never go hungry. They take vacations at least four times a year and have money in the bank. Yet with all of this, Tina finds herself complaining about her life, even though she knows she has it very good. Right before Christmas, Brian takes the kids to the church to help get ready for the Christmas play. Tina doesn't go because she had, she said she didn't feel good, even though the truth is she just wanted some time to herself for a night. Tina got her wish to spend the night alone, but it didn't stop there. On their way home, Brian lost control of the car on the icy roads. He ended up running into a semi-truck, which in turn ran right over the car. Nobody in the car survived. This was the third major tragedy in her friend's life. And this one, this was the one that drove her away from sanity. They say Tina went crazy and just shut all the doors in the house. Her friends from the church tried to comfort Tina, but she just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Then, about four months later, Tina was forced out of her home because she hadn't paid any bills. She didn't have a car and no longer had money. However, she didn't really care because everyone she loved was gone. She lost everything and everyone. So today, Tina is 38 years old and finds herself being a major supporter to her new family, the family of people living with her on the streets. She has no responsibilities and no way for anything to be taken away from her because she has nothing to take. In the last three years, Tina has learned a lot about living on the streets and how to make it with nothing. With all, all that she went through, Tina says that her greatest regret is not being happy with what she had. If only she loved the blessings she had when she had them, her life would be filled with love instead of regrets. Tina says that she tried ending her life a few times, but something happened each time that saved her. After the third try, she decided it was God that wanted her to live. So she chose to embrace the life that she had and to make the most of it. Even though Tina says she has nothing, I know better. After talking with her other friends, I found that Tina is very supportive and that most of them see her as the head of their household. I found that Tina helps at her local food bank and shares her story with many to hear. Tina not only has a lot, but she is a lot. Her experiences in life helps her to be a real hero and supporter to others. Tina never wants to stop living on the streets. She says that this is where God wants her to be. She has learned to be content with what she has. She has learned to be happy with her life, no matter what she has or where she is. Tina's story is a real inspiration to me. 
Every time I complain about what my kids do or don't do, I remember Tina. Every time I wish I had more in life, I remember what Tina went through. It helps me to be humbled and to be more content with, with, with what God has given me. When I asked Tina what her favorite Bible verse was, I was surprised when she pulled out a frame with this passage on it. 1 Timothy 6, 6-12 through 12. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. But you, O man of God, flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight. Take hold of the eternal life to which you are called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Tina said that a good man showed her this passage, and it quickly became her favorite. She was asked by a volunteer once about her favorite verse. This volunteer came back the next week with this framed passage, and it made Tina's day oh so much better. She never goes anywhere without it, but if she were ever to lose it, she would be okay, because the passage is instilled in her heart. Way too often, we take for granted the things we have in life. We need to take time to remember that all of our stuff is God's. We need to remember the blessings we have in this life is from God. Our family, our jobs, our lives all need to reflect who God is. All of the fun toys we have, both as kids and adults, we need to remember that they are extra. We need to cherish the good things God gives us more than the toys we get ourselves. We need to learn to be content with what we have and where we are in life. I pray Tina's story soaks into your heart as it has mine. I pray you will start now to cherish the love and blessings God has given you in this life. And remember that you don't need to live behind the mask of destruction and hurt. You can learn to move on from the pain in your life. When you give God your pain and suffering, he is ready and willing to help guide you through. Have an amazing week, and I pray you will learn something from this week's podcast. Share it with a friend and learn from Tina's life. May God bless you well this week. Love you all. Doug.